I don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks. I like to mow the boat. Can River Man make it your check? Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that. Screw that. Screw that. I'm an alpha. I'd eat through that. Through that, through that, mmm. So why'd he do that? Do that, do that, mmm. What's up, gang? BTM back, Zach, Aaron, and uh, as of this recording, it's Valentine's Day. Not as if you're hearing it, so I guess I should be saying I hope you guys had a not depressing Valentine's Day. I hope it was depressing. And and I'm telling Zach Happy Valentine's Day, if that makes sense. Fuck Valentine's Day. It's not a real holiday. We didn't really plan anything for Valentine's Day. It just so happens to be Valentine's Day. Uh, we're doing Gremlins 2 because we're still technically in the middle of request exploitation. Actually, in my opinion, this should finish it for now. What do you right? mean in the middle? How can, how can something finish it and be in the middle at the same time? Yeah, I know. That, that doesn't make any sense. Fuck boy. I'm dumb. But this should this should end it, I think. I think we'll take a break from the request stuff, uh, the exploitation. And I think after this, we're going to jump into the... I guess we're doing bio horror and then we're going to do biopic exploitation because of there was a misunderstanding between Zach and, and myself. So, but it's okay. Bio horror is awesome too. But are you down with that, Zach? Are you down with this being the last for a little bit? Hell yeah. Okay. You know who, uh, you know who recommended this? Our boy fucking William Lowry back whenever, uh, fucking what's his name died? The guy from uh, Terminator and uh, the, the character actor guy. Yeah. William the Harry Dangler Lowry. Uh, so this one goes out to you. We're going to go in three, two, one, play. Fuck yeah. So we get the, we get the fucking Warner Brothers. We get the fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon. Hey, I noticed this. Uh, fucking, I was uh, flipping through the channels and fucking Space Jam was on not long ago. And I thought, you know what? There's two kinds of people in this world. People that admit they wanted to fuck Lola Bunny and people who lie and say they didn't want to fuck Lola Bunny. <laughs> It's like little bunny was fucking hot. Why the why they why they lying? I just dropped my drink, man. And they wonder why there are fucking furries and shit. Like they were grooming us to want to fuck these hot fucking bunnies, bunny women. Did you hear that thump? The big thump. Mm -hmm. I I dropped my clear American. Fucking a. Sound like my dick when I slap you in the face with it. (laughs) When when Bugs Bunny would dress up like a girl bunny. Hell yeah, that was hot too. What was uh? What did, I don't remember how the scene went where they're sitting below the plane on Wayne's World. That was improv. You ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when you put on a wig and play a girl bunny? No. <laughs> Me neither. I, I was just asking. Well, I, I don't know if the line itself was improv, but like Wayne was really laughing, Mike Myers. But that if he was, I don't know. It almost sounds like the joke itself was like, you know, improv too. Because why would he think it's that funny if they rehearsed it or whatever? I don't know. Because it's amazing. The joke is that you really did think he was, and he's lying. That's why. Goes back to what I was saying. Unpopular opinion, everybody. I like Gremlins 2 better. Gremlins 2 be dank AF, though. It's for the exact same reasons why I enjoy Ghostbusters 2 so much. This is the first one I saw, and they came out the same year. Uh, and I didn't see, and just actually, Ghostbusters 1 and Gremlins 1 are both kind of similar in the fact that they're dark but they kind of they border on border on being a horror movie but they're like a pg horror movie you know what i mean 
Oh, yeah. PG, PG-13. Zach Galligan should have had a TV show called Battlestar Galligan. Uh, Riverman and I saw Zach Galligan at the the second to last Crypticon that we went to, and his table was fucking bone dry. Why? It blew me away. I'm like, this is the guy from fucking Gremlins and like Mannequin. I mean, who gives a shit about Mannequin too? But Gremlins, uh, you would, I don't know. And you would have thought a guy like Zach Galligan, and I probably brought this up when we did the first Gremlins, would have had a longer lasting career because these movies were big pop culture phenoms, right? They're big things. Hell uh, yes. I met the director of this movie. That was Donk. Yeah, you said he showed up. He showed up by surprise. Really? You guys met him? I thought you guys didn't have a chance to. No, we met him. I got him to, like, there was nothing there to sign for him. Like, he, we went to, me and Mac went to Whorehound, and, like, we were just standing in line to meet a uh, fucking uh, 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 Castle. What's his name? Can't Nick think of his Castle. First name. Nick Castle. I want to say William Castle, because our uh, boy William Lowry, he's on my mind. He fucks my mind. Oh, look, he's smoking that dang shit. But anyway, fucking, yeah, some guy comes up and says, yeah, I just saw uh, fucking Joe Dante. And we were like, what? And he's like, yeah, he just showed up and he's signing shit. So we go over there and fucking, uh, there's like no posters or anything, but I got a flyer and I asked him to draw me a gremlin. It was pretty donk. I got a picture with him. No, that's pretty cool. But yeah, you would have thought he would have, Zach Galligan would have been assured some consistent work, right? But he's, he's on the con circuit. Look at this guy. Is it was Victor Wong not available for casting? Right? See, I think they just told this guy, like, we'll let you smoke the dankest shit we own. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll do it for free. Aren't they interchangeable though? Couldn't you have put this guy in Victor Wong's place in Three Ninjas or Big Trouble? And then vice versa? Uh, did you come to think of it, we've never seen this guy and Victor Wong in the same place at the same time. Oh, but that would be a great film. I'd love to see them. They both have fucked up eyes. They fucking, they sexy. I'd fuck them both. So, fuck their eyes straight. One of the reasons I love this movie so much is, like I said, just like Ghostbusters 2, it appealed, I guess, it probably did appeal to a kid, you know, like I was at the time. I, I probably saw this movie when I was three, four years old. And just like Ghostbusters 2, it was a little bit more gravitating to, to my demo, I think. And this is a time capsule of pop culture at the time. And there's going to be all sorts of references. Obviously, we get uh, Hulk Hogan. You get um, what? What else they got? I mean, just the fact, just the fact that they have a movie of the week, public broadcasting, like at all access television, like movie host, right? Mm-hmm. That's that really isn't a thing. Is there any towns out there listening that still have that? Because I associate associated purely with the '80s and the '90s. Hell yeah, fucking! And uh, I mean, we we all got it now. We got Joe Bob back. He's the donk shit. Yeah, but even him, he's not public access. It used to be a thing where your your local rate your local radio station, TV station would have that guy. Yeah. In Omaha, I believe we had this. I think it was Omaha. I, I basically split my time between two places, but we had this guy called the Son of Sanguinary, <laughs> and it was this shitty, low budget, monster of the week creature feature host, and he probably lived two blocks from me. My area had Sammy Terry. Sammy Terry. Look. 80s. They, they look at all the Rambo references in this movie, which is great. I mean, Gizmo even embodies Rambo uh, towards the middle end of the movie, right? Where he makes his his uh, makeshift bow and arrow with the the uh, paperclip and what was a paperclip and the pencil and. You think he wanted to fuck Rambo? He probably did. I love it when he goes Rambo. 
Fuck it's really cute. Yeah. Howie Mandel, man. I want to go on Deal or No Deal and fucking like make him force him to fucking touch my hands. I'm pretty sure he always does that thing where he wants to bump fists. Yeah, I know, but I'm pretty sure that show's been off the air for a while, man. You can even well, if it, it was exists in my world in a rerun form. In your world where it exists, you can have all the fun you want bumping whatever you want with Howie Mandel, and I'm gonna fuck his ten beauties up there. Right, that had the suitcases. I'm gonna fucking tell him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab him by the fucking neck, force him to fucking let me touch his face, and be like, "Howie, we're, we're doing it. I'm gonna win." And then I'm gonna use that money to fund fucking uh, little monsters too. You're gonna be in it. Ben Savage is gonna be in it. It's gonna be fucking donk. Little monsters is a, is a decent flick. It's all right. It's a fucking wonderful film. It's okay. I like Fred Savage. He's a charming little actor. I would fuck him. I never saw. Did you ever see uh, the oh, what the fuck is it, man? The, the the Nintendo ad movie, not the Wizard. The, the Wizard. wizard. Yeah. The Wizard. Did you ever see that? Hell yes. I've never seen it. Is it shitty? Is it just overt in your face Nintendo advertising to where it you know compromises the flick? I remember it's one of those movies that like I I wasn't paying attention until something I I, I knew was on screen. So it's mostly a movie about some kid whose brother like. Wants to run away and go to California. So they look at, Gizmo, look at Gizmo running, man. Oh, sorry, I got to stop you real quick. We just missed the scene where he's running out of the actual building, and it just looked awesome. Look at Sigh Relief. That's amazing. Gizmo looks so much better in this movie than he does in the first one. They changed his design. He looks a little funky in the first one, like he's got a or something, right? Oh, he's always got autism. I mean, that, I'm turning into you saying that shit, but... He's totally an Aspie. He just looks a little off, like he's missing a couple of chromosomes or something. This one, he's really refined. He's much cuter. His animatronics are better. Uh, they do a lot of really cool stuff with his movement. I feel bad, man. I'm turning into you, man. Why did I say that? I think fucking... I'm pretty sure it was Gizmo that touched fucking... Uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Corey. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's right. You forget Corey Feldman was in that first movie. See, he's going to put out that movie, and it's going to be like Gizmo. Fucking, he flipped my dick with his tongue, and it's just going to be over. You can't watch it again, because it's only showing once. So, for anybody that doesn't know what he's talking about, so that damn uh, My Truth documentary where he's supposed to expose Hollywood pedophilia rings and all that stuff. It- Why does he talk about My Truth? I hate when people call it My Truth. It's My Truth. You don't get My Truth. It's It's true to me, damn it. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess he's fucking, he could be crazy. But the thing is, is it's finally coming out after being talked about for a couple of years. And the weird thing is, is they're broadcasting it via its own website. You have to stream it on that website and it's only airing once, according to him. You know why he's doing that? Because he's going to troll everybody. Because everybody's going to show up and they're going to fuck up the uh, servers Servers. and nobody's going to be able to watch it. And then he's going to be like, well, I, I don't know what to do, guys. My hands are tied. Yeah, it, this, there, there is no documentary. That's what this, I'm saying. The servers are going to crash. Something's going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a million things you could do, but regardless, I, I feel like I feel like it's not going to happen. And even if it does show, I feel like it's going to disappoint. I still feel like he's not going to name names. You know what I mean? If he does, it'll be people we don't even know, like like the other ones he said. I think it's going to be a big bust. I really do. And I mean, there's a reason why nobody's picking it up and he has to host it himself on his own website. Right. And I get it. Maybe, maybe big companies like Netflix and things like that don't want to touch it because of, you know, he's doxing people and there's no evidence. Right. 
Hey, we just talked over the Phoebe's introduction. We can't do that. Phoebe, speaking of things I want to touch, Phoebe. Yeah. Touch me. Touch me. Greatest hits of the 80s, man. Anyway, but no, you yeah. know what I'm saying, though? I, I can imagine why some of these big studio streaming services wouldn't want to touch it just because of the liabilities and all. But, I mean, there's no evidence with this stuff. that I get it. But who was it that was it HBO that bought the Michael Jackson bullshit and there was no evidence? Right. Yeah. See, he he's stupid. He should have been like, yeah, like if he has evidence, like, hey, this guy, he fucking pulled his cock out, smacked me in the face with it, and I I got a fucking uh, bur- I got a mark stuck on it, and like, oh, he had a weird, oddly shaped cock head. It was shaped like a hammer. It had like the fucking thing in the back where you could pull the ha- the nail out and shit, and they could do like a fucking uh, what's what's that called? The Disney movie, The Princess, where like, oh, we're gonna take his cock and put it up to your market if it fits. <laughs> You must acquit. You must not acquit. Cinderella. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I just think it's odd that no streaming service entertained it, like entertained any offers. Like maybe they did and they lowballed them or maybe they watched it and they're like, we're not fucking showing this because it's bullshit. You know? Yeah, like uh, whenever somebody uh, gets like a publisher to put out a book they write, they they do the whole insurance thing. Like, uh, yeah, if we if someone sues you, like we're gonna pay with this insurance policy we're taking out. They probably didn't want to do that. They were like, oh, he's gonna get this shit suit out of him. We're not touching this. What if this goes down as? What if he goes down as like the biggest snake oil salesman of our generation, and it, he just runs off with the money? That'd be dog. You know what I mean? It's just a big. Uh, I think there was, I think there was a scam twenty th- about thirty years ago. You remember those uh, commercials on TV where it's like order now and and get the works of Yanni and like some guy playing you know be a montage of all his songs, right? Oh yeah, get the collection one eight hundred whatever. Uh, there was a guy that bought out some ad space on television to run his own after hours, you know, phone order thing where it's a one eight hundred number and he had an album. Right. And it was like the the best of and it was this guy and it was like all these 80s tunes and, you know, songs like this. And there'd be like a part of a video and a song and this. Well, it turns out the album never existed. This guy legit recorded a bunch of shitty like snippets of songs and just the snippets so he could put together that video. And he ripped off a bunch of people. Genius. No one ever got anything. This is what fucking Magazine should have done instead of making a whole CD where we're fucking... We're singing a cover song. That was stupid of us. <laughs> well, you guys should do originals. You guys should do originals. We put too much fucking, yeah, we put too much time into it. You guys should do originals so you guys can monetize it, right? You can't sell songs that are covers, right? You can't make money off of it. Or you guys could Weird Al Yankovic that shit and, and change them up enough. You probably have to do more than that because I think Weird Al still pays royalties. But if you change songs just enough, like the music and stuff, and then you change the lyrics too. You should you think whenever people hang out with weird al like their friends do they do they call him al or do they call him mr weird i don't know i always thought that i don't know i was wondering weird al yankovic was like a marilyn manson type where his we should uh, fucking make a whole uh, like career out of fucking mocking weird al songs and call us weird al yank a dick it's grandpa monster no i <laughs> Yank a dick. Uh, he's very much like a Marilyn Manson type because Marilyn Manson was a guy that his reputation and his visibility, it preceded him. It, it actually was bigger than what his actual record sales were. You know what I mean? 
I thought you were going to say he used to be on stage wear Nazi shit and have assless chaps. Well, that would have been hot. He did, well, <laughs> weird well, no. We're, so Marilyn Manson, everybody knew him. He was more controversial than anything. Everybody still knows the name. Everybody knew the face, especially back then, and knew the name back then. But he never really sold that many records. He really didn't. His biggest records, you know, Antichrist, Superstar, Mechanical Animals, I think they were just platinum records. I think they just sold like a million apiece. That's not, I mean, that's a good record, but like not for somebody that was in the public eye like that. You know, he was more infamous than anything. Same thing with Weird Al. Weird Al never was in the top 10 back in his heyday. He never sold, I think he had some gold records, right? It's just, I don't know, but everybody knew him. He was playing state fairs even back then in his big fucking I'm fat suit. Oh, yeah. You think uh, fucking that he like he did what like all the good actors do whenever he was playing fucking Michael Jackson on you know he, he you know mocked his album cover and his video. You think he went out and fucked some kids? He he got he had to get into in character, right state, <laughs> right state of mind. Yeah, uh, I doubt it. But Michael Jackson literally he got into their characters. Michael Jackson was very very supportive, you know, of him doing those. He, he covered him a few times, right? He was supportive of. Not every artist was. I heard Coolio wanted to beat his ass for doing Gangsta's Paradise, you know, Amish Paradise. Yeah, the story goes, he called up the publishing company, asked him, can I do it? They said yes, but didn't actually ask Coolio. Well, did Coolio own the publishing? I don't fucking know. Who cares? It's Coolio. He's like, it's a very serious song, and I don't appreciate him fucking dogging it like that. I'm like, dude, if, if Weird Al did a parody of your song, that's a sign that you made it. Like, you should be flattered. Oh, yeah. Flatter than the flat fucking earth, am I right? Yeah, I don't know. But then, I don't care how flat you make a pancake, it's got two sides. Hey, it's this guy that's in a lot of movies that came later. He was He's always the Mexican guy. He's always uh, part of some mercenary team or a, a cholo, a Mexican gangster. He's the guy, one of the guys at the end of training day, right? Where uh, he's... He's trapped. Ethan Hawke's trapped into their apartment, you know, and he's talking about getting his shit pushed in uh, and they're going to fuck him up. You got to have the Mexican guys. Those Latinos, they fuck like beasts and they'll fuck you so hard. Like they'll, they'll fucking tear you in half. So and here here's the man, dude. Oh, yeah. The first thing uh, Christopher Lee is he's the fucking man. And I don't, I don't know if he's underrated because he gets a lot of respect, but. I don't know. He just he oozes charisma, man. And I every scene he's in is just awesome. From his cock, he oozes something. He, the first thing he did to Joe Dante whenever he got the job was apologize for being in fucking uh, the Howling Two. Your sister's a werewolf. Okay, because that was a shitty movie. But you know the first Howling is that memorable, so I don't know why he was uh, apologize. Christopher Lee and Max von Sydow are almost interchangeable because they're older guys that seemingly would live forever. I mean, I know they're both gone now, but they had real deep voices, you know, and they were both ties to horror. Fun fact though, uh, BTM trivia, uh, the first, uh, fucking, uh, like, uh, like thing they did. Like, I don't even remember what episode it was. It was like third episode, fourth episode. Maybe they had like this thing where, uh, they put, they wrote something on their Facebook group and said, Oh yeah, the first person or no, they said it in the show and said the first person to go to the Facebook group and, and comment it wins and we'll send you something. And I think the lush said clip boner. So I, I, I went and put clip boner and I won and they sent me a copy of fucking howling Two. your sister's a werewolf. <laughs> I don't remember that. 
Look at on VHS. Look how cool Gizmo looks, man. It's so cute, and he's dancing the music. I like it when he takes off. So he's trying to distract him so he can run for it. Watch this shit. He goes. They should have done a fucking uh, team up wherever Gizmo's dancing with the slime from fucking Ghostbusters Two. It's the same scene. Here it comes. Here's the come. He's gonna run. There he goes. He's winding up. Oh, so cute. So I, I actually don't remember that, man. Well, that's cool, man. See, don't you just want to grab Gizmo and use him as a fucking flashlight? He's so cute. <laughs> they should have. They should fucking team up with flashlight and do that. I'd buy it. I don't know. I, I you get to shoot your cummies and Gizmo. No, I'm okay. Oh, that'd be donk. I got real flesh and blood, blood women. That's all right. Fuck you're not allowed to do that though. You're supposed to only have Dude, sex uh, once you're married. Look at the expressions on his face in this movie. Uh, it's just, it's just unmatched. Uh, they can't. So anyway, back what you were saying about that trivia bit. I didn't, I don't even remember that man. That's real cool. So that's a first for me. And I've mentioned it before in the past, but you know, Zach, he mailed me uh, a bunch of. I don't know if it's the first couple seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark and Salute Your Shorts. Uh, I think there's only two seasons of Salute Your Shorts, but yeah, he would email us stuff. Kind of reminded me back in the the old days, like the old 80s underground death metal days where it was all about tape trading. There was no internet. You'd have these guys. Oh, from- yeah, I just, you know what? Fucking since like all these rerun show or like reunion shows are big now, they should bring back Salute Your Shorts and call it Shit Your Shorts. And it's them in an old folks home. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking awesome. I'd come. Shit Your Diaper. Hell yeah. Oh, and speaking of old stuff and old episodes, we've never even mentioned it. In fact, I don't even know if Zach ever mentioned it to me. I just noticed, but like a few weeks ago or something, Zach started uploading BTM Classic episodes, right? Oh, yeah. And base, I mean, I, I saw him like, what the fuck is this? And it was really cool because he's basically uploading all the archived episodes pre-YouTube. We're talking, he's starting from the beginning, just like Exploited Cinema, right? So he's mm-hmm. digging back 10 years ago and just... I, I guess he's going in order, you know, Singapore sling, I think was up there. Uh, did our Leanne Curtis interview get, did you get that far? Yep. Man, I wish there was like something in editing software today where we could fix the echo on that. But, um, anyway, that's cool. So I didn't know if somebody was out there just seeing these random videos. I mean, I don't think, I think maybe we should probably start putting like originally aired like in the, somewhere in it so people know I, I already do that oh you do See, you don't even look oh, fucking, I, 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 I'm eight steps ahead of you all the time he is okay you're I, like you're like that song by uh, what's that band whatever you do I'll be eight steps behind you is that Brian Adams fuck boy is that I don't remember I don't know the fuck that is what it sounded like when you were singing it Def Lepp Def Leppard okay I, I'm going to see Def Lepp on that Def Lepp Molly Crew Stadium tour in a few months. You gonna try to suck his dick? I don't know, man. Did we already talk about that Vince Neil fucking uh, cameo? I love cameo. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna pull it. I don't think we did. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I don't know if you got. I don't want to assume you guys know everything I do because you guys might not be into the stuff, but I follow certain websites and, and certain scenes. Uh, but just in case you don't, so when they announced this big Motley Crue Def Leppard stadium tour uh, with Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts also kind of opening... Uh, they, the media fans and stuff like that were really concerned because, well, Vince Neil's a fat piece of shit and he sounds horrible and he's massively obese. He looks like a beast. Well, he really does. And there was a video like, like going around just in the, in the few months before they announced this, there's been a viral video of him going around on their, uh, you know, what was their farewell tour? <laughs> the last time they toured, of course they're, they're back. Um, 
And it was him singing Kickstart My Heart, if you want to call it that. He's like barely running around the stage, running out of breath. And he's not, he's singing like. He should change the lyrics to Cake Stopped My Heart now. There's a whole, yeah, there's, dude, that's already a walking meme. Like all the stuff that they do play with words and stuff on his weight. But uh, anyway, he's not even singing every other word. He's singing like every 10th word. And you got to do that. You got to play it cool, though. You got to do that thing where you, you raise the mic up like you're just letting the audience sing it. Like, yeah. Well, he's doing that, too. But it's, it's so <laughs> pathetic. Okay. So he was never a really good singer to begin with. He was always the weak link in Motley Crue, in my opinion, because he's always sang through his nasal cavity. Always. He always did. Um, Hell, yeah. But now it's real bad. So he's like, <laughs> it's fucking laughable. Anyway. When they announced this tour and they're getting back together and everybody's like, uh, what's he going to do about his fucking weight? And there was a rumor circulating that Live Nation in the contract they gave him was that Vince Neil had to lose 40 or 50 pounds. And that was the contract. And he had to do it. That is fucking lame. That that was never confirmed, but and they and it was denied. But then, of course. You know, they they had to put out some reassurance out there that yeah, everybody's gonna like get in shape and stuff like that. Vince, See, if I was him, I would do what was that guy's name from Anal Cunt? Seth Seth Putnam. Yeah, that picture came out where he's getting a blowjob from a hooker while he's shooting up heroin. He's fat fuck. That's a uh, dang dang shit. You gotta do that. I don't remember that man. Oh, you never seen it? That's dang. No, Anal Cunt. It wasn't my thing. He's using like a guitar cable to tie off his arm. I could never get into Anal Cunt. Oh, I could do that all fucking day. I fucks with the anal cut. Do you fucking flick it like that? You rub your nose on it. So <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna pull it up here. I'm gonna want this is why Cameo's amazing because you can view all these videos that they make for people. And anyway, somebody needs to fucking shoot his manager or whoever's managing up it. with heroin? No, listen, or whoever's managing his finances. But why is this motherfucker on Cameo? He's got a sold out arena uh, stadium tour right now. Come back. It's like they got tons of money and he's fucking sitting here doing literally 15 second videos for $400. It's because he wants that fucking money. So he could buy some heroin to shoot up with. Why is he getting a blowjob? But take a picture of it. Okay. Anyway. So it doesn't, you would think they would hide him because they had to put out a, a press release to reassure people and fans that Vince is getting into shape he's he's seeing a trainer and he's gonna do it because everybody's very concerned and you would think they would keep him behind closed doors until like the big reveal till the tour time and you know and then you'd see him be 30 40 pounds lighter 50 pounds lighter this motherfucker's on cameo the whole time while he's supposed to be losing weight and he looks like a bloated dead body and now he had a video it it went viral you know semi-viral this week where one of his cameo videos because he just joined cameo and he looks fucking bloated shit and everybody's like uh, this guy doesn't look any better. And, and anyway, in the video I'm about to play for you guys, he's also belligerently drunk and he's fucking bloated as shit. I can't even stress that enough. And he gets the name wrong. So when you click on these videos on cameo, you can see the script that they're supposed to read, right? Who it's from. He gets all the names wrong. He like slurs his speech. I'm going to see if I can pull, um, Oh shit. Hold on. Okay, so I'm going to play. Maybe it's just this great fucking performance art he's doing. Okay, well, I'm going to play it, guys. You guys have to hear this. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neil. I want to say uh, <laughs> happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil. And uh, 
stuff in four in big old big old four row, you man. All right. Do, do some good stuff. That'd be funny if he just out of nowhere like. Dude, they should look at his face. He looks fucking. He looks like a fucking corpse about to explode, like a bloated, dead blue body. And oh, I shoot nuts at it, dude. He called his mom, uh, Deborah. Like I think his sister's name was Deborah. It's supposed to be from you know someone, Deborah, your mom. He called. He says Deborah Wong. <laughs> like what the he fucks it up dude and he's like hey remember you know, shout out the devil uh, do some feel good uh, you big f-. he's supposed to uh, he's supposed to be saying like happy your big 4-0 and st- like, it's his 40th birthday but you don't get any of that man you need to read the text too that shit costs somebody 400 bucks that means like he this is like the easiest job to make money and he, he can't even do that right and uh he called him look his name is clearly it says it's for Derek Sheeler. And uh, he fucks up his name. He, he doesn't even call him. De- Let me see what he calls him again. Wait. His name's Derek. Decker, he said. Decker. Decker. <laughs> he called him Decker. If you get the, if you get the names wrong, then you've really fucked up. Like he he shouldn't have to pay for that. At all. I would dispute that shit, dude. This is for Decker. He's from Vin Victoria Wong and uh, Big Four Doctor Philga. Woo! Fucking dork thinks he's uh, fucking uh, talking to uh, the guy from Blade Runner or something. Yeah, he's fucking wasted. But the guy apparently wasn't bummed at all. He was fucking happy as shit. He's like, oh my god, Vince Neil, belligerently drunk, gave me a new nickname. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> just like but four hundred dollars for that, like that's the dude four hundred dollars for these ten second messages. And if you look, um, if you look at his page, would you pay four hundred dollars from uh, a video of Phoebe K saying uh, "fuck me, Aaron"? I shoot all over my face. It just turns into a first person like porn video. Oh, I would fucking pay trillions for that. But it's kind of disgusting, even if she's saying Aaron. Yeah. When you look up, when you look up your video, like if he did one for you. On his cameo, you can see about seven other videos that he did right after it, and it's just him in the same bloated outfit. You know, it just looks like, hey, I'm gonna knock out about ten cameos. Why? Why I got like a minute here, right? While I'm sitting on the pot shitting. Yeah, it's what it looks like. And I'm oh, gonna yeah. give him each ten seconds. He rushes through it. It's the biggest fucking crock of shit waste of money I've ever seen in my life. And he does. I this would w- get wasted and try to fucking like throw up at the end of all of them. Like, oh, you got to throw up at the end of it. That makes that puts the fucking cake on the, the icing on the cake and I, that's dank and i don't mean this like in, in any way to shame anybody but he does this thing that a lot of women do when they're heavy set where he's holding the camera up trying to get an upward anger to try to make them look slimmer and it ain't working my friend it's fucking bad well, that's that, that that's a sex move yeah he's holding that shows dominance he's holding the phone up and looking up and it's like why are you doing this and he looks terrible Oh yeah. Anyway, people started flipping shit. Like this guy is not getting in shape. He looks like fucking shit, and he's drunk. He's still drinking the booze. And then, as damage control, his girlfriend tried posting something on Instagram, like you know, to reassure fans. She didn't acknowledge that it was a, re- a reaction to the cameo video that went out there, uh, but we all know it was. And it was something about like so proud of you, baby, on on getting into shape or whatever. And it was a picture, and he and everybody's like, "You're not fooling anybody. This guy looks the fucking same. He's a fucking whale. Like, what do he lose? An ounce?" But it's really funny, man. Anyway, we're gonna see how this concert goes for me. Uh, It'll be a fun time, dude. You don't go to Motley Crue to fucking enjoy those vocals. I mean, if it's fireworks, it makes the lady happy. I'm happy. I don't give a fuck. I don't expect he's gonna sound good. 
See, imagine if uh, fucking Gremlins 2... Look at him smearing his shit all over the wall like G.G. Allen. Sorry. Fuck yeah. Imagine if Gremlins 2 was like a fucking Corey in there again, and it's basically the awkward teen years. And like he accidentally gets him wet because his jacket off, and fucking Gizmo like wakes up and comes <laughs> comes in the room and fucking uh, he just jisms all over him. What would happen if you got Gizmo wet with the jism? Would he fucking uh, get even more pregnant and start shitting out baby gremlins? I don't know. See, that's the punk rock gremlin. He's got a mohawk. Yeah, I know Gizmo's cute and all, but I mean, even if you were Zach Galligan, you would have to fucking just incinerate this thing because it's too dangerous. Right, I thought you were gonna say you'd have to fuck him. I would. You'd have to inseminate it. <laughs> no, I said incinerate. Yeah. Look at his face. He's so cute, though. They didn't kill him, though. They just locked him up, man. This guess in this song. Sorry, this this show, this movie. I can't fucking talk. Has a Slayer song in the in in the soundtrack. You know, there's that scene where it's when the gremlin is drinking the spider potion, right? The one that turns to a spider eventually. And while he's mm-hmm. in the lab doing that shit, they're playing Angel of Death, the breakdown. It's really fucking cool. And they used to give me such a hard They went commercial, bro. It used to give me a hard eye when I was a kid. Like, dude, it's the be- it's one of the best breakdowns in history, man. Fuck it, he's getting put in the... He's gonna fucking... Oh, yeah, it does happen. Let's see, he, he got put in the heat register. I was gonna say, like, he's gonna fucking... He's gonna do the Die Hard scene. I think he does, doesn't he? Uh, for, what is he spoof in Die Hard? Uh, where he's just going through the fucking vents in Die Hard. Yeah, I guess he does. You're right. I guess I never really caught that. I just remember the Rambo thing. So it's probably a hybrid. Um, I love it when he's like I said, putting together the bow, and he's got the rubber band on it, and he like, boom, he checks the dur- durability of it. It's kind of cool. So you can't tell me Phoebe Cates is this stupid, where she really thinks that ridiculous, silly gremlin is Gizmo. I hope she is, because that would mean she might consider sleeping with me. I mean, I think I, I would never forget what Gizmo looked like. It would be the best fucking nine seconds of her life if she slept with me. But this this Gizmo, this this gremlin's kind of cute too, man. This is the one that's like playful and silly, and there's a scene, I think, where he squirts. I don't know if it's like toothpaste on her, but it's like I could see him whipping out his little dick and jerking off on somebody and just laughing. Oh yeah, be like that scene of fucking uh, what's it, what's it called? Silence of the Lambs. Wait, 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 sorry, sorry to interrupt you. He's look how sad he is. Look how sad Gizmo looks here. Give this fucking gremlin an Oscar. Watch. Yeah, why don't he just yell for? Her? Watch. Yeah, it's so stupid. But watch, watch him turn around and mope, and his ears lower. It's so dramatic. Look at him. Oh fuck. And he sighs. I just want a nut all over his ears. Oh, it really is. Look at him waddle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this- He's shaking those hips. He knows how to fucking shake that ass. Dude, these people don't fucking realize those things are like rubbing up against them and they're not looking down. But anyway, Gizmo is so fucking cute in this, man. I, I can't even. So does getting them wet just make them reproduce? Like, why is that a bad thing? I don't know. Does this, does this China guy want him to not fucking like, you know, he wants him to be an endangered species? Hey, every time Matt gets wet, bitches reproduce. Oh, yeah. Right. Fuck yeah! Hey, by by the way, people really liked his sex stories. We got a lot, we got feedback on that. They're enjoyable. I'm gonna have to just start making up sex stories because I, I I don't fucking yeah I'm I'm too fucking I don't like people enough to go out and have sex that often. He almost needs his own segment that just reoccurs, right? And it needs to be hey, have a name. I don't know, Max Ma, uh, Max Sex Corner, Max Sex Cauldron. I don't know. Oh yeah, but it's, uh, this chick is she hot or not? This redhead. She is hot. She's got something about her that I that I like. I mean, she's not 
the take her home to mom and 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 marry her hot. She's the, you know, just keep it to one day or a fling or whatever. Nobody's getting married hot. No, there's no. You ever see that movie Marriage Story? That's out now. I didn't see it. Fucking great deterrent from ever getting married and having kids. How was it though? Would you give that movie? I I, I didn't. I haven't wanted to watch it just because I haven't been in the mood for that kind of melodrama. I liked it. I give it a seven. It seems like it's uh, it seems like it's modern day Kramer versus Kramer, but I don't know. Oh, that'd be fucking. They both be calling each other the N word. <laughs> fucking, that'd be a movie to watch. I know Laura Dern won an Academy Award for it, but so what is the deal? So Netflix movies. I thought they had to be in theaters to to be Oscars, but now Netflix officially can. I mean, was Marriage Story in theaters? Did, was it like the Irishman? Where uh, I think they put all the movies in fucking theaters just to fucking get over that. I don't even see why that's a rule. That's stupid. I mean, the Irishman did that. He put it in limited, the just enough limited theaters to where it qualified, whether that was five or what. They're trying but. to appease the fucking, uh, you know, fucking what's his name? I always forget his name. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. She's so cute, though. We should do a fucking uh, Kate exploitation. We should do fucking, uh, uh, fucking Fast Times. Uh, I, fucking, uh, wh- what's the one with the imaginary friend? Oh, a drop dead Fred. No panties. Oh, yeah. No panties. Yes. Private school. The fucking teen sex comedy she's in. I absolutely love Fast Times. I think Fast Times. I don't know if it's like in my top ten of all time, but it's definitely one of my favorite '80s movies. It's so good. I think it's it's a great flick. I've watched it so many times. It's infinitely re- rewatchable, and it's a movie I would love to watch with anybody that hasn't seen it. Because it, to me, that movie it, it it is the '80s. It's got everything encapsulated, right? It's just a, a timepiece. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and I and I don't know. I wasn't around when the movie came out. I was born in 1986. I think the movie the movie predates that. But I, I just I know if I went in a time machine and I could go back to 1983 or whatever, and it didn't look like Fast Times, I'd be fucking disappointed. But I know it did. My oh, my yeah. parents would talk about because they graduated high school in the early 80s, and they talk about it like, yeah, this movie sums it up, and it probably did because it was a, 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 a what was it called? It was, a dialogue of what was going on at the time. It was, it was maybe it was a little parodied. I don't fucking know, or a little bit exaggerated, but, but there was the heads, there was the stoners. They had, they threw in a character like Spicoli because they had to represent the fucking people that were like Spicoli in high school. My dad said he was, he, he hung out with the Spicolis. There was really people in the vans falling out with a fucking smoke and shit. Um, and they didn't give a shit about anything. I don't know if they're ordering pizza in class and all that stuff. That'd be dog. He peaked though. Uh, what's his face? Sean Penn. He peaked. Sean fucking Penn. What? Who's the guy that Phoebe Cates married? In real life, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. You ever see that movie that I got in Voodoo? I love you to death. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that this past year, and I, I really liked it. Dog. She was in that. She had a little. Yeah, a little. Ca- she was. He was. She was at the bar when he's cruising, like you know, going to the chicks, cruising for chicks, like he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think, am jealous of that fucking guy. I'm pretty sure they met on that movie because I looked it up as soon as I saw it. But she retired for from acting for him. Exactly. Like, hey, I love this guy so much. I'm just going to stay home and, and breed and take care of his babies. I was going to take that fucking Kevin Kleincock. Yeah. They painted him dark and uh, he played an Italian guy in that movie. Canceled. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't, can't have show that movie anymore. I I've been watching a lot of movies and that that also had our boy Ted in it. That was the movie right after Bill and Ted, and he basically played Ted. Yeah, he, when does he not play Ted? Especially, you know, I mean, maybe he tried to branch out a little bit, but he, he was failing at it. But literally before Bill and Ted, it was like everything was just whoa, you know. Uh, parent was it Parenthood he was into where he was like that too kind of an airhead boyfriend you're a lying dog faced pony soldier he's the greatest actor of all time so while I don't feel like watching Marriage Story right now I don't want to be all depressed and stuff I have been watching other stuff I, I watched um, and I you know I've been going through the backlogs getting caught up movies I should have watched probably five years ago I finally watched Ex Machina that's a great movie great movie I had to hold myself back from giving it a 10 sometimes I do that where it's like, I don't want to give 10s too easy, and I have to make sure it's just not, you know, the initial high from the flick. And that's what I was feeling. Man, that might be a 10. I'm like, no, I'm going to give it a 9. Uh, but it's it's a strong 9 if it's not a 10. I, I'll wait to see. A 10 has to be earned over time. Like, I'll see how it sits with me. But it was great, man. Uh, they The movie was like an hour and a half. It had a fucking tight little brisk pace. It wasn't overdone, I think. A lot, if anybody else would have did a movie like that, they would have made it like two and a half hours and it would have turned out to be like Steven Spielberg, artificial intelligence starring Haley Joel Osment. It would have been a piece of shit. But the fact that it was uh, an independent flick, right? Um, and it was... Who was it that did that? Was it the 28 Days Later guy? So Something like that? The guy, it was, uh, it was that guy's first movie. Mm. The, the, now he had something to do with 28 Days Later. I think he wrote it. I think he was a, a writer, is what he was. All right. Or and I, I think he wrote novels or something like that. But he had never directed a movie, uh, whatever. And I read that, and that was his first flick. See, look, they're they're letting you know that's going back to what I said. Bukaki. The fucking uh, Gizmo needs to be a cum dumpster. Bukaki. Oh my gosh. He needs to be a fucking flashlight. Did you see? He could take it. Dude, a fat ass rope got shot on him. It was fucking creamy too. <laughs> but. Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, what's fucking no? So I was blown away. I'm a big fan of movies that do a lot with a little, mm-hmm. and that movie only had a 14 million dollar budget, which is surprising because it's beautiful as far as the cinematography is beautiful and the CGI. It's it's wonderful. It's really good. So it kind of blew me away. They were able to pull that off. But other than that, the whole movie's set in one location mm-hmm. in that little house slash lab, whatever you want to call it. Um, you have some really nice exterior shots, and it's all in the house. And you've only got what the four characters. You have the two main guys. You have the creator. You have the guy that's there. The in, not the intern, but the guy that works for him. And then you have the main robot chick, and you have the Asian one. And then other than that, like what you have the guy driving the heli- flying the helicopter at the beginning, who's got a quick line, and you got a couple of extras that are playing like the dead robots. There's nobody in this movie. So they made a really good, uh, effective story uh, that has a lot of subtext, by the way. You know, when you when you sit on it for a while, you kind of realize it's kind of a feminist type of thing, but it's it's just all a big metaphor of how women are treated by men, right? And that guy, the whole he's making these fucking fuck toys, right? Hell yeah. He treats them like shit. Um, they're objects. He makes them really hot. Um, you know, and then even the main guy, the main guy, I think they're trying to cast a light on guys still to an extent only want to help women as far as them just wanting to fuck them right because he was acting like he was in love in first sight dude it's impossible for him to love this robot but she took advantage of that and she was using him to escape or whatever and 
it, it just proved the point. Like he really just want, he didn't love her. He just wanted to fuck her. It was lust. Hell yeah. It's just uh we all just want to fuck each other. The love isn't real. It's just a chemical thing in your brain. Fuck that. Dude, I would have been we just want to fuck. I would have been out of there so fast. I wouldn't have been entertained. You know you, you need to watch her. That's on Netflix. That's a good one too. Yeah, no. Well, a lot of like that one. I I was in the mood to kind of watch that too. Final. It's been in my queue for the longest time. But after watching Ex Machina, I was like, okay, I don't want to watch another movie kind of like this with AI yet. But I really do. And they also put the Master on there. I think it's on there. It's on one of the streaming services. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on a bit of a Joaquin kick. The Master's two and a half hours long though, so I need to set aside some time. Want some of that Joaquin come? I watched a. Uh, I watched the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. I've never watched them for the first well, time. You watch. You were able to watch all of them. Were they any good? Yeah, fucking. They put two and three on Netflix. I was like, you know what, fucking. I hear that so many people say these are the greatest fucking things. Like the greatest thing since sliced bread, baby. I gotta check this out. But they didn't put the first one, so I had to find a fucking uh, copy of it so I can watch it first. The only copy I could find was like an extended version. And uh, the rest of them were just the normal version. I, I didn't want to watch the extended version because I didn't want extra fluff. But I watched it. And uh, they were all really enjoyable. And uh, fucking uh, seven for the first one. I think the, the second one was my least favorite. But it wasn't bad by any stretch. Uh, it was like a six. And then uh, the last one I gave like a fucking nine. Like I don't know if it was just because I was primed to like really be into the story by that you're, point. But you're I, invested I was, in the characters because I'm sure there's probably characters yeah, lost or whatever. I don't know. So I'm hoping that like you know years from now when I go back and watch them again, I can they can all be kind of like eights and nines. So I don't well, know. Well, see, yeah, because yeah. at first you weren't selling me very much when you said the first one's a six and the next one's a seven. I mean, like those aren't or no, like a seven and a six. That, that's not yeah really good. To I, me. I basically I basically figured like oh these aren't gonna live up to any hype. Like I've been hearing like such good shit about them. Like they're never gonna live up to it. But then by the end of it, I was really enjoying it. So I have a brother that really really love the series and i still have never seen any of the original trilogy he came home for christmas one year uh and this is when the hobbit was coming out that christmas and he was like let's go see the hobbit he's like he was obsessed with lord of the rings and so i'm like i'm like all right well can i go see this and i've never seen it. he's like yeah it's a prequel it doesn't really involve that i'm like okay so we went and saw the hobbit i damn near fell asleep three times it was so fucking boring and even we got out of the theater and i'm i'm waiting for him to say well, you didn't like that? And he's like, no, that was pretty fucking boring. He's like, that don't, he's like, don't let that be an impression of how the trilogy is. Cause that's not. And, uh, so I guess there's a few Hobbit movies, but all I've ever seen is that first Hobbit flick. And it just, it didn't make me want to run out and see any more Lord of the Rings. Uh, well, people will compare those to like, uh, the star Wars thing a lot. Like the, the second trilogy is a prequel and apparently it's mostly shot in front of green screen. So it just comes off like a soulless, uh, fucking uh you know company made thing like not art or something well now you're nice and primed to watch the amazon lord of the Rings series that they've been in developing for forever and that's i don't know if it's coming soon or what but there's a series didn't even know about it yeah it's an amazon prime which you know if that actually happened i mean it's, it's been in development for a long time i'm sure it'll happen that's going to be massive probably for amazon prime as far as the competitive market and stuff like that I'd love to see fucking our boy go back and make a fucking uh, gross-out horror movie again. Bad Taste 2, if you will. I watched... Um, <laughs> He's a great director. Did you ever watch Hustle and Flow? Uh-uh. I watched... I, I've been on this kick where I just randomly 
watch stuff. I, I, so uh, one of the big parts of me not watching as many movies as I wish I could and me just settling for TV shows is, is because I overthink what to watch because movies are such an investment, right? Hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. I spend so much time just looking and I can't decide on what's worth my time that I just revert to an old show that, that I've watched tried and true. And I just, you know, kind of zone in and out of those. So anyway, I've made it a thing where I am just going to pick a movie almost at random. I do not want to spend more than 30 seconds looking for a flick. So I just been picking movies, movies that I never would have settled for us. Uh, Cause you know, if you do that, you're probably going to find some gems. You just have to suck it mm-hmm. up and watch some shit. I watched hustle and flow. You remember it though? It had Terrence Howard. Uh, it's the movie that gave him a career. You know, where he played the pimp that became, I want to be a rapper. I think I can remember the, the BHS uh, box, but I'd never seen it. It was an MTV film or whatever, and it's uh, it was pretty good, man. Like I gave it a seven; it was enjoyable. And Three Six Mafia did all the music in it, like the songs that he's writing and stuff. Like it's hard out there for a pimp. You probably heard that song. I think it was nominated for an Oscar. Hell yeah, it's pretty good, man. He uh, it's and it was really off putting, and it's really dated because the movie I think came out in like fuck, I don't know, like oh five or something. Oh four, I don't. It's old. Maybe 03. I just pictured uh, fucking uh, Phoebe Cates on that set. She's got those turkey rolled things all over her body, and I'm eating them off her body. Like, oh, I want to see your giant, and I take it off the giant and pop it in my mouth. That's very hot and random. Yeah, it is awesome. C- continue. Look at that. That That's a pretty scary scene. Look at that. And bust that jump scare. Yeah. They're fucking dank looking. <laughs> he just scratches her. No, so what I was going to say was... The movie's clearly dated. Uh, maybe the movie came out in, oh th- I think maybe it even came out in 2003 or something, but it's super dated. And there was this one scene where the main guy, Terrence Howard, walks into a, a gas station or a corner store, right? Because it's the ghetto. And the, f- the fucking guy that they gave basically a cameo to play the gas station clerk that actually has way too many lines for his ability. Guess who it is? Who, baby? Polly Shore? You remember? You know, oh. Way more no fame. Remember that motherfucker, Josie Scott, the singer of Saliva? No, I don't. I remember the band, though. Click, click, boom! <laughs> and and he was on, uh, he was, he, they broke because he did a song with Chad Kroger on the Spider-Man soundtrack in 2000. When a hero can save us. So yeah, I was, I, don't wanna... I always remember fucking Nickelback doing a Spider-Man song and it's like, oh, it didn't exist. And I was like, what the fuck did I? No, it was, it was Chad Kroger featuring Josie Scott. It was two singers. Yeah. It wasn't even their bands. Uh, and it was a huge hit. You think and... Chad Kroger is ever going to fucking like fail at music and start working at Kroger's? I don't know. Watch, dude. His fucking family probably owns Kroger's. Gonna be a bag boy and shit. But it was a shitty video. It was very cliche for the time where both these guys are on top of a rooftop and it's like a green screen rooftop and and they're just singing to nothing and they don't have a band, I don't think. And nobody, Josie's guy was nobody. Who the fuck is this guy? It was after that single was a big hit. Then Saliva Light came out. I don't fucking know what the click click booms and all that bullshit. What's What's that debut song they had though? Where he's like, Stay up in my room and let the radio play. Are those Saturdays when kids go out and play? Your mom was up in my room. I let the stereo play. It's all inside of me. Yeah. I'm dating. What's dating? <laughs> uh, the white guy rap thing. <laughs> Dude, he's so cringy because he's he's like really really fat. He's got greasy hair and he's got one of those like chin pussies. 
Those weird little like oh yeah, what do they call Prince Alberts? These weird things. Um, those John Travolta chins. But he looks fucking. But he's got this piercing in there, like not like a David Draymond, but it looks. He just looks ridiculous. Anyway, this motherfucker was in the movie, and I'm like, fuck. Uh, and it was it, it, stuff like that kind of takes me out of a film sometimes, where there's like really dated reference people in there. Um, what was that John Travolta movie where it was basically like uh, fucking the the Clinton thing? He was playing a, a fictionalized. Oh, Primary cl- Colors. And he has like an affair with a chick while he's president. Yeah, Primary Colors. I, I've been trying to find that movie and I can't find it anywhere. I've never seen it. It's streamed before on Netflix, but I haven't seen it in a while. Oh yeah, I would watch it. I never got to see it. I remember when it came out though. I think Emma Thompson plays his uh, the Hillary like knockoff. Hell yeah, I want to see him bust fat ass nuts and Emma Thompson. Well, that wouldn't be who he busts the nuts in. He's he's cheating on his yeah. wife. But anyway, like I said, at the end of the day, Hustle and Flow was a solid seven. I, I mentioned it, I think before. I did see Bad Boys for Life, and which made me want to mm-hmm. go back and watch Bad Boys one and two because I've watched each one of those one time before, and I always thought they were meh. So I'm like, well. I really enjoyed Bad Boys for Life, so let me go back and maybe I'll have an appreciation for them. Nope, not really. Bad Boys 1, I was being generous to it because it has its moments and it's got... Well, I was being generous to it because it has 90s charm. It's it's Michael Bay pre-Michael Bay, right? It's before it became Michael Bay with all his Michael Bay-isms. Like, there's none of that green tint. It just looks like a 90s buddy... You know what I mean? It just looks mm-hmm. like a movie that could have been directed by... And it's got a 90s charm. It's got very 90s music... Like when they go to the dance club, they're playing very '90s house music. They're playing KMFDM. It's it shares a lot of the music from the Mortal Kombat movie because I think it was all New Line Cinema or something at the time, and it was both the same year. It just feels like that era to me. Uh, I gave it a six, and that's me being nice. I think mm-hmm. I gave what I give uh, Bad Boys two. I gave Bad Boys two a five. It gets no more than that. And mm-hmm. it, here's uh, here's the thing about Bad Boy. The first time I watched it, I found it very boring, and I I was I couldn't quite make it through. So I watched it again, and I dozed off four times. And an action movie should not bore me and put me to sleep, but it did. There's just something about it. And this was Michael Bay really coming into his own because it's full of the quick cuts. It is green tint out the ass. You know they don't look black in this movie, dude. Fucking Martin Lawrence is a weird. He looks like Swamp Thing with the color on his skin. He's a green motherfucker. Yeah, and I just, I don't think they have chemistry for a buddy cop movie. I just don't think they're funny together. Um, I don't think Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence is funny. Like, his stand-up was really funny, but his jokes do not land. And none of it, I don't find any of it good to me. I don't know what it is. And even the action, I don't know. It's 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 just long. It, those movies have no business, that movie had no business being two and a half hours. Yeah, see, I've only watched them once before, too, I think. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't like it. Um, but Bad Boys for Life, it wasn't directed by Michael Bay. It still feels like it kind of fits in the series, I guess, but it doesn't have that green tint everywhere. It mm-hmm. it's, looks like a movie, and I want to say it wasn't quite as long. I think it was two hours and 15 minutes. But, dude, fucking I think Bad Boys 2 is like almost two hours and 40 minutes. It's fucking stupid. Um Two hours and 15 minutes, but it's thoroughly enjoyable. It is action the whole time, and it's really good action stuff. It's not disorienting, because the Michael, in the second one, to me, it's disorienting. Like, those quick cuts are all over the fucking place, the shaky cam. It's like, dude, it just gives you a fucking headache. The third one's not like that, and I think it's generally got funny moments. 
it's over the top. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's the right kind of over the top. Like I said, it doesn't go into Fast and Furious territory, but it definitely harkens back to old school '80s, early '90s action movies, car chase scenes, explosions, guns. Um, so I I really liked it, and uh, you know, it's got some interesting story twists for an action movie that I guess are kind of over the top and hokey. They're very soap opera ish, but it works for the flick. And uh, I would sug- I would re- you should watch that. I mean, you'll probably we should watch it when it comes out. I would. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I gave that one an eight and it's still the best. That one's an eight. It's a solid, solid fucking movie, um, which I don't like very many Will Smith movies, to be honest with you. I also watch Nightcrawler. Finally, it's been in my queue forever. That's a good one. I really, really liked it. That one. I did the same thing where I'm like, oh, man, I think that's a nine. And I'm like, no, no, I got to hold it back. It's an eight. It's an eight. Um, but I go with your fucking gut, bitch. No, because I have to sit with it. I'm like, you know what? What to what to me? What is what differentiates an eight from a nine? Because I think an eight and a nine are very similar in quality movies. I think the only difference should be: Will I rewatch this? That should be the difference between eight and nine. Like maybe they're the exact same quality and they're just as good in their own right. Gone Girl, wonderful movie. I I can never watch it again because it pretty much blew its entire load the first view. Right? Because it's a whodunit. Mm-hmm. But it's a great ride. So I'm like, I can't give this a nine because I so uh. I can definitely see myself watching Ex Machina again. It's an hour and a half. And and, and that movie's going to benefit from a second watch. Because from what I was reading, a lot of people really like it the second time. Because the first time you watch it, you know, you're kind of watching it through the the main guy. The one that's going through this whole experience and stuff. The, the, the one that tries to rescue the girl. You're watching it through his viewpoint. But after you know the story and you know the twists and you know all the subtext... The second time you watch it, you're supposed to get a lot more out of it because now you start watching it through the creator's eyes because mm-hmm. you see all the shit he was up to. And uh, so, yeah, I can see me reliving that one. Definitely. I, I don't know if I'll rewatch Nightcrawler or not. Maybe I will, but it is really good. I really dug it, man. Um, lastly, oh, two more. I got to show. I watched Colors. That's been in my watch list for a long time. You know, Dennis Hopper directed it. It's got Robert Duvall. It's got Sean Penn. And it came out in 1989, 80, 88, late 80s. Um, and it's a, you know, it's it's a boys in the hood before boys in the hood, right? It's trying to give you a, a telescope into urban LA and gangs and, and stuff like that. Um, through the vantage point of these two cops. I gave it a, a six. You know, it's got redeeming qualities. It's, it's pretty fun. I don't think it has a whole lot of direction. It kind of lacks a real story and real narrative, but it does do a good job of, of showing what crime, because Dennis Hopper, I guess, he cast real gang members, real Bloods and Crips in the movie with the actors to give it some authenticity. Yeah. What was that movie that What's-His-Name made recently about the fucking people on the train, and then he cast real vic- like people that were on the train, and apparently it's bad because they suck at acting? The Commuter? He cast real commuters? No, the, you know, the movie... You're talking about uh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah, I heard that. I heard that they were real shitty actors, and I don't... It's it, Look, if they can't pull off what their own what they are in real life it's not worth it's not going to add to the authenticity right mm-hmm. these gangsters i don't know who was an actor and who was a gang member in in this movie colors but i'm pretty sure for the most part they just need to look the part and hold up fucking shotguns and uzis and shit you know what i mean and like they probably didn't have to flex any thespian skills but anyway i gotta say though so this movie colors 
it's not perfect by any means. Like I said, it's it's got problems, but you know, you can totally watch it. It wasn't boring and it's it's whatever, but I it has some actors in it in their early days, like before they became known, right? Mm-hmm. And that takes me right out of the movie. So I'm gonna tell you the main antagonist in this movie. It's this main particular gang member and his direct posse, right? So this group of like three, four gang members. I, it kept taking me out of the movie when the main big bad Crips in the movie was headed up by Don Cheadle with Leon. Remember that motherfucker? Cool Runnings? Hell yeah. And the third one, Damon Wayans. And I'm like, all star cast. Dude, and, and Damon Wayans is acting. It's almost like a comedy. Like he doesn't know what movie he's in. He's literally acting like Major Payne in this movie. He's doing that voice. He's doing like a parody voice, and it's like he thinks he's on a Living Color. And it's so weird. It's so weird. Sounds amazing. So I, it made it a little off balance for me. And it, like I said, I couldn't take that. Every time they were on camera, I'm like, dude, that's just this is a a skit. This is Don Cheadle. <laughs> this is fucking Damon Wayans. This is Mesh Page Fan. This is fucking Leon. Um, oh, and Mario Lopez in a very early role played a cholo gangster. Oh, yeah. See, a fucking Cheetle, he should make his own brand of Cheetos. Yeah, like, he- I would fucking eat that shit. And fucking Mario Lopez, he should play Mario in the Mario Brothers movie. But isn't that weird? Dude, does that not, would that not take you out of a gritty gang drama when you see a 14 year old mario lopez looking tough that is pure grit i see that shit and i'm like i'm right in the grit i'm like dude i i I, it's just really pulling me out of it mario lopez could kick both our asses you see those muscles when he was a kid (laughs) some of the dialogue is cringy but you know what it might be legitimate to the time because these gang members dude you will want to fuck them blow your brains out or no play a drinking game Take a shot every time they say Holmes. Oh, Holmes. Come on, Holmes. Holmes. It's it's so fucking much. It's almost cringy. You don't know if Dennis Hopper's this white guy that's out of touch that just <laughs> realizes that's how everybody talks that much or they really were talking like that that much back in the day. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I watched all the fucking Tremors movies. Oh, all of them? Yeah, well, uh, I'm on the last one now. I had I stopped it earlier, but yeah, we were talking about that, like what we were setting up for the like a live stream with me, Mac, and Aaron, and uh, like uh, nobody showed up, or I don't know how many people showed up because I didn't look at the stuff. But yeah, we were talking about that on there. I think I like I, I watched the first one, and it, it's a fucking. I think it's an underrated movie. Like, it don't get talked about that much. Uh, to me, it's like at least an eight. Uh, like I don't know, it's one of those comfort food movies. Like I can put that on, watch it anytime. It's a movie I haven't watched since I was younger. Uh, it's a good time. You know what's fun too is I noticed this this time watching it never before. Oh, the intellectual gremlin is my favorite. I want to talk about what's going on in this room. He's fucking awesome. See, I always like you know I I'm gonna hang with this gremlin. Well, I this. Well, really quick, this movie's awesome, by the way, because I love the self-aware approach they took. They took with it, right? The parody, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, we're, what a ballsy move. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well, you know that shit everybody loved about the first one. Let's make a total self-aware. Car- it's a live-action cartoon, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's like the Warner Brothers cartoon department was in charge of making this one. Whoever makes the Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff, and it's just so silly. 
But and and they they make fun of like what is it when they're in the theater when Hulk Hogan comes out and also the the theater owners like they just keep wanting to play Snow White over and over again right and they, they mm-hmm. make all these self aware references of the first one and stuff it's really cool anyway continue yeah fucking uh, I, I never noticed it before but if you look at the poster for the original uh, Tremors the fucking creature on the poster isn't the fucking creature in the movie like th- this creature on the poster has like a full set of teeth and actually now that i'm looking at it i think it's just the fucking tentacle monster that comes out of the mouth but it's it's made to look really big like that's the the whole monster mm-hmm. and i never noticed that before because uh the the fucking uh, graboids they just have the beaks they don't have like sharp teeth but yeah like I, i'm going through the series and like yeah the first one it's it's an eight i'd say at least and then part two i gave it like a fucking four it's uh <laughs> it's so underwhelming it's uh fucking amazing how under i went through most of my life thinking like oh i've never seen this one and then i watched it and realized i have seen this one it's just really forgettable like uh it's got some of the worst early 90 cg ever and it's just uh, fucking abysmal. And that was uh, fucking... Uh, it's kind of funny that the only guy to ever come back and reprise in all the... Michael Gross, man. The the guy you kind of forget is in the first movie. <laughs> He's just kind of a, a character that you kind of forget about. At the, look at the Batman. Look at the Batman. It's so fucking cool. No, yeah, because at the time, Kevin Bacon was probably an in-demand actor right it's like well he doesn't want to come back and do a sequel well i guess michael gross he was on family ties i guess he's who we gotta get fred ward came back in part two but like he might as well not have because it was such a forgettable movie fred ward that's the uh is that what you was well i'll be dipped you know joe dirt joe dirt's dad that left mm-hmm. him in the trash can well, I'll be dipped. <laughs> he was in the trash can the whole time is that where he was is that where he was <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Dad. I guess none of that pussy skull, Dad. <laughs> that movie's so fucking stupid. Was that where you was? Well, I'll be dipped. Now get out of the way. You're in the front of the clown. Yeah. It's like I wrote that movie when I was 13 years old and just forgot about it. Uh, uh, well, how did the rest of them? Was there four of them? How many of them are? I know they're doing one with John Heater and Michael Gross, but. There's now uh, six of them. Oh, fuck and- me. <laughs> and, uh,. Yeah, part three. I watched that for the first time. It it, it fucking it, it works as like a fucking B movie. It, I, like it's like a five out of ten. It's just very mediocre, average as a B movie. And then part four, it was like a fucking western. It was like a prequel. I don't like westerns that much, so I gave it like a three. But you like Back to the Future three, man. Yeah, that's the exception. And there was only like three scenes in the movie where the uh, Tremor shows up. Sorry, the the Flasher. Did you see the Flasher Gremlin? I fucking love that Gremlin. Oh yeah, and she just kicks him. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine like you fucking you finally fulfill your dream of she getting haunted. It. Yeah, you get your dream of having fucking Phoebe Cates in in right in front of you, and it's like, come on, baby, what do you think? You show him the goods, and she just kicks you, and like the fucking crippling uh, sadness that would enter my mind at that point. Unless you're into that sort of humiliation and physical abuse. You'd be like uh, Coach Buzzcut from Beavis and Butthead. You! Kick, kick me, me in, in the jimmy! jimmy. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I keep interrupting you, but That's I keep dang. seeing really cool shit I want to mention in this fucking movie. But, yeah, so... the, mo- the- That's the actor that died. What's his name again? Uh, Fuck, I know his name. Uh, uh, 
Chopping Mall, Terminator, that guy. I know his. I know yeah. his fucking name. I feel bad. He's one. Of, he's one of those guys. Like, oh, he. It's that guy. No, like, you always forget his name, but he's in so much shit. Yeah, but uh, fucking, I know his name, and I'm gonna look at it right now and feel like an idiot because I can't spit it out. Um, now I just want to. It's Fred something, ain't it? No, it's Dick Miller. Dick Miller. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I want to see Fred Ward. <laughs> it's, Fred Ward. It's because we just talked. I'm so terrible with names, dude. Well, he's one. <laughs> Fred Ward could have played this part, you know, just fine. I think. Uh, oh yeah. But you know, Dick Miller, when he passed away. Everybody was talking about uh, Terminator, maybe even Gremlins, or even Shopping Mall, but nobody was even talking about his awesome portrayal in in Evil Tunes as the as mm-hmm. the tenant or the lo- the landlord, right? That rented the girl the the house to the the girl the porn actresses, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a good flick. Oh, I just I watched Tremors five today. I finished it, and to me, you could just fucking skip two, three, and four and go straight to five. Five is like it's B movie uh, decent, I'd say. Even though I kind of said the third one was too. But the third one, it's funny because, like, fucking the third one, you watch it and it's like, okay, now the, the trimmers can fly. But you, you watch it and the fucking design of these flying trimmers is fucking retarded. Like, they don't even have wings. They just have, like, these weird, like, little fucking things on the side. It's like, how the fuck do they fly with that? But yeah, like, uh, it was early, like, 90s, early 2000 CG. So now when you watch them in five and six, it's like, it's still like low grade CGI, but it looks fucking amazing compared to the, like three or two and three and four. Mm-hmm. So it's fucking like, oh okay, and fucking Jamie Kennedy's in him. He's amazing. Oh my gosh, who doesn't like Jamie Kennedy? Now she might not know what installment she saw because, and I can't remember either because I, I know I've seen the first one, but maybe over my years in the youth I, on sci-fi channel, I saw bits and pieces of a couple of sequels. Right. And I'm just kind of blending them. I don't know, but I, I wanted to watch there. You guys were talking about tremors and I wanted to watch tremors. The first one a few days ago, but my lady looks at me and she says, is that that fucking movie with those horrible CGI creatures that come out of the ground? I'm like, yeah. She's like, no, I'm like, no, the original had no CGI. in it. Well, see, that's, that's what's making me think. Okay. Maybe she saw like one of the shitty sequels and that's what she's thinking about. But mm-hmm. you know, so now I now I can convince like no watch this it's got it's got the baconator in it fucking bacon they were gonna reboot the they were gonna do like a TV series and it didn't get picked up by sci fi but they, they they filmed the pilot and never even aired the pilot yeah what the fuck isn't that weird with Kevin Bacon the guy who wouldn't do the movies he came back to do a show and without Michael Gross which is weird while Michael Gross is still producing the making the movies on and you know on the side. There's a fucking scene in part five. I don't like. I don't want to say this because I do want to say because it it's fucking hilarious, but it's a spoiler. And uh, if people go in knowing this scene, they might not even want to watch the movie because it's only one part of the movie. I'll just say it. But, who gives a fuck? It's Tremors five. There's a scene where Michael Gross is like captured by the bad guy, and he's in like a, a cage out in the sun, and he starts to like lose his body because it doesn't even tell you how long he's out there. But he starts drinking and and rubbing piss all over himself. <laughs> to survive how is that a spoiler that'll make you not want to watch it (laughs) that's just how stupid the movie it's just it's that stupid i love it that's gonna make me watch it and i I, I never realized that fucking fred uh i want to say fred ward again michael gross hey really quick gremlins here in the theater exactly i love this i love this call out like i said it's the epitome of 80s pop culture man and the call out this is so fucking hot popcorn and he rips his shirt. Dude, I like when he does the hot popcorn and the drinks. He crushes it. Watch this. 
You think uh, you think back when they were filming this, when a uh, little Hulk, a maniac here, when his his daughter was still like yeah. you know a toddler, he was wondering like, if my daughter ever grows up and fucks a black guy, I'm gonna be pissed. See, we, we, every time we see him now, we gotta think about like, oh yeah, remember that time he said racist <laughs> shit on that sex tape? I love it when he breaks the fourth wall too. But yeah, I I, I know, man. I just I I'm not gonna. It's it's fucking weird. Yeah, it is, but. It is what it is, dude. I, I I can't speak on it. Fucking uh, Hulkamaniac. Another Hulkamaniac. That's what he should be most embarrassed about is that fucking album, though. It's terrible. The world just lost another Hulkamaniac. But the, the final takeaway from your Trammers rant is that the only essential watch is the first one. At least watch the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and I, I didn't realize till I was watching it this time, but Michael Gross is the fucking dad from Family Ties. I never, never. You never. You always say that's that fucking ninja <laughs> from Tremors. Hell yeah! Like, yeah. So you're totally flip flop. Where ninety eight nine percent of uh, society would say is the guy from Family Ties. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, I saved the best movie I watched for last to talk about last night. I capped off my evening. Actually, I watched Colors too, and then I watched this after Colors. I watched what I like to refer to as diarrhea. They should make a prequel to Colors and make it black and white. Call it that. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, 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 the next movie, Zach, was Diarrhea Personified. Legit. I finally watched Three from Hell because it's on Shudder. Oh, yeah. It's basically just fucking uh, the second movie remade. Not as good. And and, and, and they go to Mexico. Uh, yeah. Where do I? I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know if it's worth beginning about. It's just... It's an offensive movie, but it's what I expect out of Rob Zombie. Now, was it as bad as 31? No. 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 Because 31 is even more offensive because it was fucking crowdfunded. He asked his fans to produce that, and that was just terrible, terrible, terrible. Now, there's a couple little things that I guess make Three from Hell better than something like 31. Bill Mosley has his moments and his lines that are funny. But it's mm-hmm. it's very small bits of a greater shit movie. You know what I mean? Like he can't save mm-hmm. it, but he does. Like there's some funny stuff. Like like that whole exchange when the midget runs out. Like where the fuck? What do you say? Where the fuck? Uh, what does he call? It? Where the fuck? Uh, I don't remember what he calls. He calls the brother calls the midget something funny, and then he follows up with back to Oz. And the timing's really funny. He's just a funny and likable guy, Bill Mosley. I never understood if they were. You know, trying to avoid being caught by the cops, and he even makes a point where they're in the motel, like, ah, we're on the news every 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> dude, you ever thought that if you just shaved your fucking head and cut your beard, you would be unrecognizable? Because if you if you know Bill Mosley in real life, he literally is unrecognizable. If you if you only know Bill Mosley as Otis, and you see him at a con, you'll be like, what the fuck? You won't recognize him. Like, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> why he wouldn't do that, I have no idea. And it's very blatantly obvious what they had to do to work around Sid Haig's health, right? Mm-hmm. Because he even said, he's like, the uh, the character of the half-brother was so horseshoed in. It was just fucking random. At that point, if it's like you're already, even if you're already greenlit and you're filming the movie and you find out, oh, uh, he's going to like pass away, well, why, why, why even do the movie? Like, I'd just cancel it. Like, okay. Oh. Apparently, they were farther along than that. The script was totally written or whatever. And it was... Mm-hmm. I think, I think he was scheduled to shoot. Uh, apparently, I, I think I read that he had to do a last minute change, like a last minute before principal photography was going to begin, and everybody had to relearn. He says, "I don't even remember what the brother's name was. What the fuck was his name?" 
Yeah, the, yeah, we- the, mi- the Midnight Werewolf or something r- ridiculous. Uh, it's stupid. But whatever it is, Rob Zombie said that character was Spalding. He's like, everything you see in that movie. So I'm watching the movie and watching all the stuff he does. And I'm thinking... They just deep faked him. Yeah, well, I'm sure they changed a couple things here and there. But, I mean, he didn't really... You could tell it was last minute because you'd think if you remove a character... Yeah, you could probably keep it the same for the most part, but you probably have to go through your your script and and change little things, obviously, that reflect a brother rather than a father saying these lines. But Mm -hmm. you could tell because they never once even bring up Sid Haig dying. Like, you you think if he would have really did another treatment, like, they would have acknowledged it. But, I mean, that's fine. The fact that they just killed him off like they were in prison. I'm guessing they're in prison since the first movies. They're probably in prison 14 years. So it makes total mm-hmm. sense that he would die in prison and do all that stuff. I mean, that stuff was handled as best they could. They might as well just said he's the only one that died at the end of the first, second movie. Or something. Yeah, they could they could have just did that. Well, I think he's like, well, fans will be pissed. I, I got to fucking make money on this one. So I got to put him in it and be able to market him a little bit. Um, but mm-hmm. I think they handled that as fine as he could. It's whatever. You know, have him in prison. And it, it even kind of works that he's slurring his speech and he's old as fucking sick because he's been in prison for like 14 years. Whatever. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Because even in the scenes he's in, he's very low energy. Right. He's low energy, Jeb Bush. He's low energy. Um, but anyway, the mo- it doesn't save the flick. I still think Sherry Moon Zombie is cringe. You know what I was thinking? What? You know what I was thinking? Like, the fact that uh, Trump never called Nancy Pelosi grossy Pelosi proves he can't meme. <laughs> Hey, look. And he never he never called uh, Joe Biden bloody eye Joe after he had that bloody eye incident. He could have been he could have came out on TV and been in that to bid for bloody eye Joe. I've been and like he could have done that. That would have been a dank meme. What? See, if I was running his campaign, he would have he would have been. What was that thing that was? Uh, some people were talking about online and making fun of it. That Joe, what did Joe Biden call it to a, rep- a reporter? He called someone a pony soldier. And nobody knew what the fuck it meant. Yeah, I said that earlier. <laughs> oh, you did? You lying dog-faced pony soldier. What the fuck does that mean? I don't, everyone's like, what the fuck does this mean? It's like he's just spouting off old man rhetoric, and it's just like, what the fuck? It seems like uh, somebody might have told him, like, hey, Donald Trump kind of wanted to do this weird shit. You should do it. That'd be funny. Okay. I don't know. He's crazy. Is this the spider guy, or is this the vegetable guy? I can't remember. Oh, it's, it's the spider guy, man. We can't hear it, but they're going to be playing... Slayer, they're playing part of the song now, I think, and they're gonna play the rest of it on a second part. Just like uh, the fucking hot uh, B- Bugs Bunny chick, Lola Bunny. Would you have fucked the chick, Gremlin? Well, I was gonna touch on that and say, you know, while we're not doing a, a Valentine's Day themed show, there's love in the air in this movie because, like I said, this this weird executive guy, the the other guy, not this guy, the guy that looks like a smug bitch. He marries the trans gremlin fuck yes you know see that's the thing like people talk about like oh you got the best boat where you get to fuck those tits and you got a joystick to grab onto while you're fucking those tits (laughs) that's fucking sexy shit yeah so uh there's that which reminds me i watched uh the crying game also oh you did well i was gonna say real quick before we move on because i want to hear about that but i always i think i said this on a different podcast I always thought the the female or whatever you want to call it, Gremlin, looked like Kirstie Alley. Anyway, continue. Fuck it. That, maybe that's why I wanted to fuck it. Maybe. Okay. What did, so what did you think about the crying game? Yeah, I liked it. So Weren't they watch, baby? Were you expecting the, the twist to come at that point in the movie? 
No. See, I was surprised they actually cast an actual transgender person to play. See, I always thought that was like the shock ending. Like, I figured they would have just cast any any female to play it so that you never saw it coming. Like a Felissa Rose type thing, right? Yeah. Well, so obviously, if you know the twist, you know what's going to happen. So, but yeah, you think I thought it was going to happen. I mean, the whole time, I mean, they still got. It was still a shock. Like when people saw the movie back in the day, they did not know that was a a, a, a man, right? They got mm-hmm. someone that was real feminine and they played their angles right or whatever. Uh, you know, and they did certain things with the camera work. Like when he was going to that gay bar, that trans bar, they obviously were not showing wide angles and showing all the people in the crowd, right? Directly. You were just kind of seeing the bartender and, and, and uh, the lady boy, whatever you want to call it, and him. And, you know, so they were being clever like that. But still, um, Anyway, you know what? That movie kind of becomes a fucking great revenge movie if you think about it. Like, uh, fucking what's his name? Character the guy that dies at the beginning. Oh, uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, if you just look at it as Forrest Whitaker, like, wanted to play a joke on him before he, like, because he knew he was gonna, like, try to mack on his hoe. Yeah. So he just, like, you know, uh, check out this hoe. Because after he finds out, like, oh, shit, she's got a dick, well, there's a scene where it kind of shows Florence Whitaker laughing. Him laughing, like the Dumb and, du- <laughs> like the dumb and Dumber thing. <laughs> I, th- I thought, is that what they're playing? Like, That's what it insinuates, doesn't it? I, I laughed, too, when I saw that, because it was a Lloyd Christmas thing. <laughs> like, that? That's genius. Uh, well, once you know the twist and after you've seen the movie, it adds a little bit more context to that beginning scene where he's, like, having such fun with helping him take a piss, grab his dick. And he just, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's because back then, especially like in Ireland and stuff like that, you know, I'm not touching your dick, mate, but he was just having, I don't know. It adds a little bit to it. But uh, anyway, so I'm watching the movie and I'm like, okay, well, I'm waiting for it. And I thought it was going to be the big reveal at the end. So I wasn't expecting it to come in like the start of the second third of the movie. It's like, what the fuck? She just comes out and got the dick. Um, She literally comes in his face. That's a nice surprise. I thought it was going to be the end and the twist and all that stuff, but I had no idea it was going to come so early and that it was going to be a part of the movie, like him still like accepting her. You know what I mean? So even though I knew the twist, I, I still didn't predict the flick the way it was going to turn out. But, you know, in hindsight, after you watch it, you realize there's they probably couldn't have waited all the way to the end, right? Because they they kept her in just enough of the movie to where people didn't catch on back then. But maybe if she was in the whole movie for too long, people would have finally been like, you know what? Something's up here. They couldn't do those camera tricks. And you know what I mean? For too long, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just clever directing and stuff like that. But yeah, it's effective. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, and I didn't realize it, but I've seen that person before. After that movie, I mean, she, he, she, or whatever the fuck, he was nominated as, uh, uh, I think I think he does go by a man's name and he's not trans. He's just gay. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I looked up pictures and stuff, and he's not a woman. He's just a gay guy today. But anyway, I think I don't or drag queen. I don't fucking know. Regardless, uh, he was uh, nominated for an Oscar um, and didn't win. But of course, you know when you when you get that bestowed on you, you're going to get a little bit of work for a bit. Roland Emmerich cast uh, him as. Did you ever see Stargate? Huh. Okay. Well, they're trying to resurrect this old, ancient, like, pharaoh, this young king, and it's the crying game chick guy. And uh, I've seen I've seen uh, that movie, and 
I didn't put two and two together because, you know, he's playing a prince or a king, like a guy. But I did always know, like, man, that guy looks really feminine. <laughs> I always did take note, like, man, that guy's got some very fair bone structure. And then now it's like clicks that like the year before he was playing the party did. Click, click, boomed. It click, click, boomed. By the way, Stargate isn't a great movie. Uh, it's not a terrible movie. It's just an okay movie. It's like a five, maybe a six. I always remember the trailer. Like, I always wanted to walk through that weird water uh, fucking portal. I always thought the CG looked like water rippling or something. It's got things going for Like, I love Kurt. Who doesn't love Kurt Russell? And James Spader's cool, too. And uh, the idea and concept is neat. The port. Because Stargate, they're like in ancient Egypt. But it's not ancient Egypt. So they go through like another dimension. It's like another version of it or something. I think it's been a while since I've seen it. So it's got the sci-fi stuff going for it. It's really cool on paper. It just doesn't. It doesn't quite uh, execute everything perfectly. But yeah, it, it's. It, I think that movie probably came out before Independence Day, where he became full-on disaster movie guy. Right? Michael Bay mm-hmm. is over the top, green tint action guy, and Roland Emmerich is shallow disaster movie guy uh but roland emmerich he got his start doing he did universal soldier the van damme Dolph lunder movie which that's kind of like bad boys for him because that was before he was roland emmerich and he didn't have his like stamps in it it was just kind of a, a different movie keep rolling 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 come on okay see if he was a uh, fucking if like if he joined wwf he could have stole the did the fucking undertaker's uh, whole fucking motorcycle gimmick. he could have stole the undertaker's hole he could have taken that hole for himself i would like to yeah he uh he looks pretty decrepit hey i want to read a few comments and, and there's there's one comment here i want to address when we get to it zach and, and we got to talk about it um so going way back Stephen jeffrey interview that Riverman and the Lush did of all fucking people. Uh, a, a reader by the name, sorry, a viewer by the name of Joe Kin Chicken. Kin Chicken. Why didn't you ask him for his gay porno years? About his gay porno years, I'm assuming he means. He says it was gay for pay, but I don't buy it. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. Lush, you fucking failed at being an interviewer, man. You're supposed to be a, you're supposed to be a, a, a journalist, man. You should have asked him the hard pressing questions. The Lush did kiss him, though, at some point. But off camera, give us those ratings. I want those hits. You should have put that tongue in his ass there on the spot. His name is Joking Chicken. Oh. (laughs) You didn't even notice. No. I'm like, Joe and then Ken Chicken. That's the last name. Joking Chicken. Joking (laughs) Chicken. Fucking Boomer Aaron. That's so funny. I sent you that... uh, that person saying okay boomer to uh fucking Corey Feldman's response. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the person that asked the question. <laughs> like, how can I see it or whatever? And he just kind of gets one of those snarky, like, same way as the entire world, just like the post says, okay, boomer, and all like the sarcastic like <laughs> all the sarcastic, like uppercase and lord. <laughs> I fucking laughed. It was so funny. And it was a woman that did it, which is kind of <laughs> He didn't expect. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, because you know what? You know what the real answer to your question? It's probably not the answer you want. I don't even know if you, this might even be rhetorical. You might not really want an answer. But I think the Lush didn't ask him questions like that because Lush was a bit of a star fucker. As if Stephen Jeffries is a star. He's not. But he wanted to be everybody's friend. He's not the guy. He's not confrontational. He would have never asked any burning questions or 
hard questions, right? He's just, he's the Jimmy Fallon of underground podcasting where he just wants to laugh and make everybody happy. And, and then of course have a bunch of drinks with you and have the other person pay the tab. Uh, but yeah, whatever. I, but thanks for watching. That's the thing too, is uh, I would probably come off like a dick. Cause I would just assume like, Oh, he won't mind talking about that. He did it. Like fucking everybody knows he did it. Like it's a donk. Let's talk about it. That's fucking donk <laughs> shit. But I, the, has he denounced it saying he says it was gay for pay, but I don't buy it. I never heard him say anything about it. Actually. Look, look, is gay for pay really a thing? Uh, apparently you get way more money doing gay porn than straight porn. I understand the the market of it and what you know people might get compensated, but gay for pay. I mean, I, is it not really just you're gay, but you have to hit a price point before you really go there? Is that really? Is, does it need to be uh, worded differently? I, don't, I mean, uh, fucking, you could be like, you can have sex with a woman you don't find attractive. You're just doing it because, like, I don't know. I guess you could, like, oh, I don't find men attractive, but I guess I could. Well, I think they don't they like shoot that. Sh- I heard they shoot the shit in their dicks that make up. It's like uh, Viagra on crack that gives them a hard on, like whatever, whether they want it or not. You know, that's fucking. That's some Frankenstein shit. Well, I mean, I think they really do that in real porno movies, like straight porno movies too. I think. I think they have to. Keep them juiced up, right? I mean, because think about it. If that's your job to have sex, like, on set all the time, I don't care what it is. Even if it's fu- if you're fucking horses. I mean, eventually, you're going to be a little desensitized to it. So you probably need a little boost. I remember they have fluffers on set. Yeah, the, your people keeps them hard in between takes. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot, and a lot of those older porn movies especially, you know, they're just single camera because <laughs> they're shitty. So it's like, okay, we got to shift angles. Like we're gonna splice it and post. We don't. We can't afford two cameras. So some guy, a little, keep this guy hard while I move over to the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I heard they made respectable money too. Uh, anyway, so thank you, uh, choke and chicken, joke and chicken. I've, I feel like such a boomer. I do. I didn't get that. Thanks for watching. You're a boomer sooner. Uh, now the next comments I'm gonna read. They're all from our last commentary. Our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. The Platinum Dunes. Michael Bay produced one. So. William Lowry says, hilarious commentary. Always love hearing Mac and Zach's crazy ass tales from when they were growing up. And he says, on that note, it was cool having them come on my podcast, which, you know, he said that was a good time. Yeah. So you guys appeared on on their show, uh, which I, I listened to and it was a good time, man. So well done, William. Uh, Mac and Zach were we really calmed. funny. Mac and Zach were really funny and uh, definitely a nice contrast between you and Matt, right? Mm hmm. It was it was an interesting dynamic, so it was enjoyable. So check it out if you guys get the time on that. And he says uh, the turtles look like what would happen if you merge the Gears of War soldiers with the TMNT. And why didn't they give Vanilla Ice a cameo in the sequel to this one? What's he doing now besides working at Home Depot? Exactly. I think last year he did. They had this I Love the '90s tour where it was Vanilla Ice, Salt and Pepper. And all I don't know, it's all these fucking probably like Sir Mix a lot or something. I don't know, but he still does shit. He probably does all the local used car ads in his town in Florida, right? He did a great uh, fucking collaboration song with ICP. He oh, that's right, you've talked about that. Amazing. Uh, let's see. And they do look like fucking the the guys from Gears of War. That's that's fucking donk. I saw a meme. And you just brought up ICP. I saw a meme where it was a a picture of Billie Eilish winning the the Grammy for like album of the year, and she was and she was they were handing it off to her, and then the meme was something to the effect of like, 
here's one for real progress and equal rights. The first Juggalette wins whatever. <laughs> and Because yeah. she looked like a Juggalette with all the shit she was wearing. Uh, anyway, Witch King says, fans only is the death of humanity. Uh, he means only fans. That shit that Mac want, was talking about doing for fun in jest, I hope. Oh, but, hell yeah. But yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a little sad. I don't really know who's really... The- Look at those lips. Wouldn't you let that gremlin suck your dick with those lips? The, the one guy does, the DSLs. This is such a oh, weird... Yeah. I wonder how long it took him to pull this scene off, like the big elaborate you know, uh, showgirl thing. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know where the sad part is. It's, it's like, yeah, I, I think it's kind of silly for people to do that stuff, but at the same time... I, I I feel weird. All all work is fucking exploitation. You work any job, you're being fucked. Like, well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Who am I to really knock someone if they can make a buck, you know, and they can make a living? And it's maybe it's the other people that are kind of sad for paying the money. It's one of those things where like people keep paying it. There's gonna be people that do it. I wouldn't do it myself. I wouldn't condone it myself. Um, but. Whatever, I guess to a degree, live and let live. But yeah, I think it's if people wanted to give me a thousand dollars to fucking I don't know suck a dick or something, I would consider it. But how much money would it take for me to suck Max dick? All right, well, I'd probably do it for like uh, uh fucking three grand or something. We got three grand. We got three grand. We got thirty-five. We got thirty-five. We got thirty-five. We got four grand. Four grand. Thirty-five. Exactly. Yeah. See, it's extra worse because he's like we're family, so it'd be incest uh, too. Uh, awesome. you're gonna make me vomit anyway i i have to agree with you for the most part witch kring i i think it's just i don't know we live in this weird time where with apps and and stuff like that it, it just i don't know it's no different than back in the day when you had 1-800 numbers right you had call girls you could call someone on a sleazy 1-800 number and fucking yank your crank right for five bucks a minute oh yeah this is just we just now have the platforms that enable the girl next door to do it too. Uh, Look at that long ass finger. He's flipping off the heavens with that. Yeah, it's weird. But I don't know, man. Thanks for commenting though. I but, like. I think I'm on your side of the fence with that stuff too. But I, what what can we do about it, right? Uh, Mac, I don't fuck. I don't know. I just want to see fucking Phoebe Kate squeezing fucking Gizmo in between her tits, and the, the tits are just covering up Gizmo. You gotta you gotta fucking move the titties to find him. Like, oh, I see you now. Pick a boo. I wonder when you show your tits that early in your career. And it's such an iconic scene that's parodied and spoofed all over the, in referenced in so many things. I mean, every movie after that has to be a, a disappointment for the moviegoer, right? Like, where's her tits? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that yeah. looks like a jizz on his chin. Look at that. It looks like a jizz. It looks like a jizz, <laughs> a jizz blob. But doesn't it? I shot a jizz on her chin. <laughs> Look at that though. That looks so you know, dude, you know he's like thinking that the whole time. Like, dude, this looks fucking wrong when they're putting that on him. But uh mm-hmm. anyway, Adrian Mendoza, you commented on TMNT. Uh you say funny commentary. Oh, in, it's in this commentary that oh no, it's not. It, it's another comment. But he says, funny commentary. Mac is always as great, but in this episode, he's hilarious with his sex stories. Mac has fucked a lot of women, or so he says, you know, maybe he's all talk. We don't fucking know, right? I mean, you know what they say, the people that fucking flaunt it ain't got it, you know, right? Those who... Oh, he's he's fucking lying. He's a liar. Those... those Fat mouth. Those who teach can't do, and those who, you know, can't do... 
And those that can't teach, teach Teach Jim. Am I right? (laughs) He says, I imagine if all three of you guys touched tips, you all would transform into Ultron or a Gobot. I'm still looking for that pic of Mac that his ex-girlfriend sent to a website. Aaron, I completely understand. I, too, also have big black cocks on my mind. Aaron, I have listened to the Total Recall commentary before, but I wanted to listen to it again. It's a great episode, and I wanted to hear Riverman's beautiful voice. Will Riverman ever return for another commentary? That's a good question. Uh, and I, I commented, and I, I was in a chat with him. Uh, but basically, Riverman's been talking about it. I Let me correct myself. I approached Riverman a, few, a couple weeks back, and the only thing that's holding him up currently is he, he has a Mac, and his Mac broke down, and he hasn't even bothered getting it fixed because he has a work computer, right? And... It, and he might be able to get around using the work computer for, but he can't. He can't use his work laptop to record content that has Zach making kid jokes, <laughs> fucking all kinds of terrible things. So basically, um, he needs to get it fixed. He says he's talking to someone and he's working on it. I actually, I told him I'd send. I told you I'd send uh, that that message. I'd screenshot it and send it to him just to let him know he's missed. And uh, he got a real chuckle out of it. He was really flattered. And he told me to tell you, Mendoza, that he's looking into to getting it all worked out. So hopefully sooner or later he's coming back, man. And I'd love for him to be on on a regular basis. But, you know, if we can just get our regular river fix, it all works out. I kind of like what we go, got going on, though. I kind of like the, the weird rotation of your river man and, and a Mac and uh, even a Josh James. I know he's on a little bit less these days because he's busy with his channel. But I kind of like it. It's cool. It keeps it really fresh and exciting. And maybe you guys too. I don't know if you guys would want any particular person on every single episode, or if you guys find it exciting when you see, oh, a Mac episode. Oh, there's a Riverman episode. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have news for you on that really soon because uh, we want him back. But thanks uh, a million, Mendoza. You are the Omega. Blocko69. Now, this is the comment I wanted to address something. The Schumacher Batman movies. Nostalgic. Homoerotic and quotable as fuck. Perfect for classic commentary material. Get Mac on there too. So he's requesting. Oh fuck, man. We had this request the whole, we had this request and we could have did like Batman Forever. I would do Batman Forever. But anyway, he says mm-hmm. y'all can sing uh, Seal's Kiss from a Rose together. Lots of love from the East Coast of Canada. And this is what I want to address. He says also, what happened to the 1990 TMNT commentary? I read that and I'm like, what do you mean what happened to the 1990 TMT commentary? So I look it up uh, under our channel and it plays. But I'm like, wait a second. I log out and I log into my personal Gmail, my YouTube, and I look it up and it says it's blocked everywhere because of Warner Brothers. Fucking Nazis. Warner Brothers con- uh, copyright strike. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second. The Turtles are owned by Nickelodeon. I mean, is is and Nickelodeon's owned by Viacom. Viacom owns, you know, MTV and all that stuff too. I thought Viacom was the big daddy company. Does I don't think Warner Brothers owns Viacom. Maybe I'm wrong, but anyway, Viacom. What is on there that Warner Brothers claimed? I went through the file because, I, like I said, we can view it on our channel, like in the, the dashboard. You guys can't. I went through it and I was thinking, okay, well maybe there's music or something because that was back in the day where we would put shit on the front and the back end and uh, there was nothing. 
There was nothing on there. Those fuckboys. So, uh, sorry. Sorry about the alarm just went off. That's unprofessional of me. But, no, yeah. So, I'm like, what the fuck did they tag? I have no idea. So, I don't... I mean, that is one of the commentaries where we still had some of the audio lightly in the background. That was back in those days. Because eventually... So, eventually, this is the way it happened. We're like, okay, these guys are coming down for no reason. Let's take out the songs. Okay, that's understandable. But then we eventually worked our way to taking out all audio too, even buried in the background because they were fucking dinging us on that shit. Um, but I'm only guessing it's it's that because the audio is in the background. Now my question is, Zach, is it too late to be able to take out that audio or no? I'll figure it out. I'll look into it. Regardless, we didn't get a copyright strike, so we weren't affected by it. They just blocked it. So he's got fucking Nickelodeon smell my gack on him. We, I want to, I want to re-upload it. Do you, uh, do you want to re-upload it? I would like to have it up there, right? And who knows? Uh, they have this thing where you can like fucking uh, like use it, and it's like a beta thing, and it'll take out like the music without even having to fucking re-upload it too. So, well, we're gonna look into it. Whether we can work with that new feature Zach's talking about, or if we have to you know, re-upload in its current state, or if we can go back and have the files and remove the music, we're going to re-upload it, because uh, that's just fucking bullshit. I, I was sitting here thinking we had all the turtles done, man, and they took out the best one. And who knows how long it's been, you know, non-existent. That pisses me off. So we'll have that, and it won't, it, we'll have to post it, and we won't, it won't, even if we have to re-upload it, it won't be like a new episode. We'll just kind of throw it up there as bonus, and maybe we'll have to label it re-upload too just to you know differentiate but for now it's still on itunes i imagine right zach or does that get purged Mm -hmm. okay so it is available if you guys want to look elsewhere itunes spotify google play all that stuff um but we'll get it back up on youtube and uh fuck google fuck the man fuck warner brothers for taking shit that ain't theirs man it's like that guy that took we sing who the fuck is that Uh, but anybody can fucking do that i mean we steal it's more like it to show you how easy it is to just fucking do that shit i mean who was it uh there's a YouTuber I watch from time to time. He's just a video game guy. He's like a middle-aged teacher that collects video games and he flaunts his collection and stuff. And he was getting some criticism about some of the donations he's been getting. Like, like uh, people were criticizing him saying he's been telling people that about games that are not worth anything and he, but he'll still take them, but they, they turn out to be very valuable. Right. It's just bullshit. And he's supposedly putting together a retro like game museum, but I guess it's been real ongoing and no one really thinks it's going to see the light of day. And he's just using that as to get a lot of donations, whatever Uh review tech USA, who is a big channel. He called him out or whatever. And this guy, instead of taking the criticism or addressing it appropriately, starting hitting all these YouTube channels with uh, copyright claim strikes. Mm-hmm. And he had no, he, how he had no bearing or, but basically it's the wild West and you could still fucking do that. Why Google allows anybody to sit there and just uh, basically swat whoever they want to. Cause that's kind of what it is, right? Just do this bullshit mm-hmm. and take people down. Cause it's just, it's just silly, but YouTube's dumb. So maybe that guy who took our, we sing video, I don't fucking think he owns WeSing. He's just like, hey, I'm going to take this because it's tied as shit. These guys are fucking awesome, and I want the credit. But I don't know. I don't know. Last last comment. Uh, Alexander L., thanks so much for for giving the kudos, but he says great stories. He really enjoyed the, the Mac ex- escapades that were told. I uh, want to thank everybody that commented this week. Uh, we always dig that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, here it is, dude. She's going to get a freak on. 
See, if we, fucking this guy's gonna get his dick sucked by this fucking beautiful, fucking thick-lipped gremlin. He has this moment of like, well, you know, I'm probably gonna die here. I might as well just get my dick sucked. He kind of gives her this. Oh yeah. He tilts his head and gives her that like look, like ah, whatever. I've had worse, you know. Hmm. It's like if you were getting murdered, like like somebody's choking you. Would you have the fucking wherewithal to pull your cock out and start jacking off? I hope I would. Is this where she kisses? Does the pucker kiss you? Oh, no. Watch. Watch. Look at this look. Huh? Does she just kiss your lips? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he notices the lips. Like, you know, I could do worse. <laughs> look at that. Dang. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really funny, though. Uh. Well, the movie's about the movie's wrapping up. Oh, that is it. That was the last scene. What a cool last scene. I want to know. I want to know the sequel. I want to see where their lives went. As you pick up right where the last one left off, she should suck his dick and then drown him. Like just spit it back on his face and force him to just fucking uh, like cover his mouth and block his nose until he drowns in his own cummies. Yeah. Well, he drowns in the gravy. This movie is great. It's the shit to me. This is one of the most nostalgic films of my childhood. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's immensely rewatchable, and it's just a good time. Don't take it seriously. I I I wouldn't even compare it to the first Gremlins. Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't just just enjoy both. What that's it's always been really weird with the blue background credit scene, the, the crawl. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. Uh, but anyway, uh, what do we got coming up? So I think this is going to put a stake in the request exploitation for now. We did nearly two months worth. And uh, we're going to, I guess we're going to, so that's official. We got Goat coming on for Movie Graveyard, right? And he's going to do extra with us. Mm-hmm. Are we going to try and line that up for the next one, or you want to wait and see and not say? I'm going to let him uh, decide when, based on his schedule. We'll see. So I guess we can't tell you what the next episode's going to be. Uh, we probably still need ideas on bioexploitation. I think it'd be a great. I got one. Fuck it. We, we can finally do Bad Biology, the Frank Hennelotter movie. That's a dog film. Okay. No, yeah, that that's good. Do you think uh, this is a good time to finally do The Thing? Because that, that, that qualifies as bio-horror, wouldn't it, or no? Hell yeah. I guess we could do The Thing, um, and uh, I guess we need at least one more, so I'm open to ideas and suggestions. Bio-horror is kind of a loose term, right? You could, you could kind of justify a lot of things being bio-horror, but I think you guys understand the, the angle that we're going for. I'm excited to do extra. I haven't seen that shit in a long time. In fact, I don't know if it's if you get that in the box, Zach. I think I want to watch that before. That's going to be one I want to rewatch before I do it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's what we're going to do. And I guess after that, we're going to do bio exploitation part two. But it's bio biopics or biopics, however people say it. Um, and uh, that'll be easy to do. I mean, we'll take suggestions because there's a lot of easy ones we could. I mean, La Bamba's a given. We're going to do La Bamba. Um, but if there's other ones you want us to do over others, you know, there's like, uh, fuck straight out of confidence, a biopic, right? Mm-hmm. That's an enjoyable movie. I really like that. You know, even if it's flawed and all, and it's, you know, inaccurate as shit, I, I think it's a really fun movie, but uh, that'll be fun. So that's what we got coming up. Zach and I, uh, we need to record a new cinema enema anytime now. So mm-hmm. man, I'd be down to do one next week if you want to, cause we got it. We got to mm-hmm. do Adrian Mendoza's pick cause you gave him the reins on it. Hell yeah. What am I doing again? What, we, what, what I got to watch? Fucking Ken Park, baby. Is that streaming or do I got to wait for your you uh, your copy? I'll get it in the box uh, right now. Okay. And I'll watch that stuff and uh, 
pretty much I'll be ready to record that next week. So hopefully that'll be going to blow your fucking mind to pieces. It's going to fuck your brain all up. So hopefully by the time you're hearing this, we'll have that up a week from then or something like that. But anyway, uh, hopefully everybody had a good Valentine's day and you guys are enjoying the shit that we're doing for you guys. And we're, we're putting out there. I wanted to say as well, uh, please per usual, if you guys enjoy this stuff, we want to make this a big year for us. We're, we're always having steady growth, and we appreciate the fuck out of you guys. Um, and especially, I know the hardcores, man. We we value the hell out of you guys, really. You know, some of you guys are always commenting, always building dialogue, always making suggestions, and it means a lot to us. And it's the reason why Zach and I tough it out. Not that it's not a blast. We love doing it. But it's the reason why we make time for this. So, uh, but... For anybody out there as well, or maybe who's new, if you guys like what you've heard, make sure to check out our other stuff. We've been around a very, very long time. We got an awful lot of content. Uh, it spans a lot of different stuff, different shows. This show's been ongoing for years and years. Uh, if it's on YouTube, like the channel, subscribe, uh, hit the notification bell, because apparently you have to do that, right? Um, and forward us. That's- give give the, uh, the video a like, give it a thumbs up. That helps us well, more than anything, I think. Yeah, well, so here's what I heard. I heard that the more likes, the the likes you get in the first, like, 24 hours of video posting is huge. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you know, the older a video gets, this, I think the more buried in the algorithms and shit it's going to get. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you guys see these videos pop up, um, give it a like, man. Uh, that That means the world... And, and who knows, I don't know how the algorithms work. I don't know how easy it is for videos to really pop up in people's feeds. I know that's why they have the new bell thing where it's like, Hey, it it alerts you. I mean, it's just silly that it's come to that. But what I think I want to start doing, I did it this week too. After we dropped the TMNT, I posted in the YouTube community. I posted another post, like letting people know, you know, it was a pick and stuff like that. And I gave them a little teaser, right? About what was what we talk about a little bit of teaser about the max sex stories. I might post more of that stuff just to sort of make sure people are seeing the episodes. And, uh, and by all means, uh, if you guys aren't already there, follow links that are in things like YouTube, that'll take you to the podcast services. You know, we're on Apple podcasts, we're on Spotify, Google play stitcher. Uh, we're almost everywhere you want to be. And uh, that's my preferred way of listening, but however you guys want to ingest us, that sounds dirty. Um, it's cool by me. Uh, and also we'll remind you again that if you guys want to support the channel and support the show and support the podcast, um, and support us, we offer merchandise. We have shirts. We put the Teespring links. You know, to be honest with you, I don't know if the Teespring links are on the, uh, podcast pages. Are are those linked? Mm-hmm. They, they're on like the iTunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, so the links for the Teespring can be found below the videos on YouTube or on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. Um, yeah, a great way to support the channel is to go over there. We got a bunch of designs for the shows that we have, whether it's Cinema Enema, this show, BTM, Macazac, Save the World. Um, that stuff goes a long way, man. Buy a shirt. There's only We only do the high-quality tees on there. I only do the high-quality uh, cotton and stuff like that. Um, we get kicked back uh, a nice percentage of every one of those sales. So uh, that helps out a lot. And I mean, I'm not going to bullshit and say, hey, watch the ads. Fuck, I don't watch ads. I'm not going to be like that. Like, I watch the ads. But uh, I will say this, Zach, and we're going to talk about this after, but uh, I I want to come up with new ideas. We've been saying it a lot, uh, but I have something I want to pitch Zach after we're done recording about 
extra content we can offer for anybody else that maybe wants to uh, show any more support. But I have some cool ideas and we want to be able to introduce some stuff. And even if we lock down some kind of cool like format of, of support and extra content, it, it, you could still keep listening to the normal shit for free. I mean, we're not, you know, and I, we're not even going to go the ad route and all that bullshit. You know, we're, we're lights out, gorilla radio, turn that shit up. We're punk rock. Fuck yeah. We didn't even talk about the, we didn't even talk about the Rage Against Machine reunion. We'll talk about the next time. It's fucking weird. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, just the fact that uh, nobody's it, those sell, sells out and like, I'm pissed off at Ticketmaster and Live Nation. They've just sucked the fun out of the concert going game, man. It's just how hard it is to get tickets nowadays because they're all like reserved for the third market and the second market. It's just, it's silly. But well, that's that's a conversation for another day. But thank you guys. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time with the start of bioexploitation. Let us know what you guys want to see for bioexploitation, and we will definitely uh, take that stuff to heart. Zach, any last comments? Fucking start a gang, buy a gun, uh, kill. Okay, no. I was thinking start like the Apple Dumpling Gang, but he went dark. Oh yeah, go buy a gun. And you take that gun. All right, guys. Bye bye, puppets. Have a good one. End of the week at the revival house. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies of Holly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppets. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Goodness, cameras love Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's bail. Bye-bye, puppets. Sounds good. Like this country used to. <laughs> It'll be funny because I'll bleep out, like, children and they'll have to guess what I said.